giving glory to God. Can you say amen? amen. And uh, if you're looking for a good church, here we are. <laughs> and uh, if you've already been coming, there's still hundreds and hundreds of places where you can serve and, and be a part. You know, the New Testament command is to love one another as he has loved us. And this kind of love gives. And all these folk that have cleaned the place up and set up things and prepared, and there'll be people that'll be cooking for you today and ushering you around today and helping you out today, that's love. They're not doing it for their self. They're not doing it to get something out of it. They're wanting to give. And when the love of God is shed and abroad in your heart, you want to give. Do you want to give, saints? There's plenty of places to sow and minister to somebody and help somebody today and tomorrow and the rest of our life. Well, you're all here and ready. How about I preach to you just for a few minutes? Would that be okay? Thanks be unto God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. They'll put up uh, the screens, the scriptures on the screen for us. If you got a Bible, you can pull it out. Otherwise, you can just uh, listen, hold on. The scripture says in First uh, Timothy four and ten. First Timothy four and ten. It says, uh, "We trust in the living God." who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. Think about that phrase. Is He the living God? Is He the Savior of all men? Well, why add this next part? Especially of those that believe. The, uh, the Weymouth translation says it like this. God is the Savior of all mankind, especially of believers. Most of all, that word's translated. Why qualified? Because He is potentially the Savior of all mankind, but He is experientially the Savior of those that believe. Does it pay to believe, saints? Oh, it makes all the difference whether you believe or whether you don't. The Bible said in Hebrews 11, he that comes to God must believe that he is a rewarder of those that seek him. He must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Believing's not optional if you want to experience something. It's available by grace but it must be received by faith. So many good things God has provided, not just for a few, for everybody. How many believe He is potentially, He is available to be the Savior to everybody on this planet? I don't care where you are, how you were born, how you grew up, He is your Savior. He is your Redeemer. He is your God. And yet there's people that born and grow up and live and die and never acknowledge it and never act like it, never believe it. So to them, 
There's no experience of God being their Savior. There's no experience of God being their healer. How many would like to experience what's available? Huh? Not just have it available, but experience. Who's going to get to experience? Someone, somebody help me out. Those that believe. Those that believe. Mark 16. Let me just read a few scriptures to you. Mark 16 and 15 says, Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel, the good news to every creature. Who's going to benefit from the gospel? You know, Hebrews said the gospel didn't profit those that heard it not being mixed with faith. You got to mix faith with it. It's kind of like what happened in chemistry class. <laughs> you got these elements, as long as you keep them in separate containers, everything's fine. But invariably, some Yahoo <laughs> mixes them, right? And when you mix certain elements, even though the, the power is there, it's not released until they're mixed. The Bible said the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. But you know, you get no power released until you mix that element with it. The element of faith. Mix faith with the gospel and you'll get a release of power. Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody say glory to God. He said, he that believes and is baptized will be saved. What about those that don't believe? Well, is it not available to them? It is available. How many have experienced power in your life in the new birth? Have you experienced some power in God helping you? Can you see every time that it was when you believed? And then there's other people that mock and they scoff and they say, oh, there's nothing to do that. We've never experienced any of that. Well, did you believe? <laughs> That's why you haven't experienced it, because you don't believe it. He goes on to say in that same passage, and these signs will follow those that believe. He talked about healing. He talked about deliverance. He talked about protection. I had a man want to take me to task one time and say, oh, we don't believe in all that healing stuff and all that miracle stuff you talk about. And he's, he's a church going man. He said, we never see anything like that in our church. <laughs> I said, well, does your preacher preach it? He said, of course not. We don't believe it. I said, well, isn't that interesting? We preach it. We believe it. And we got books full of testimonies. Testimonies. People healed, saved, and delivered. Y'all don't preach it. You don't believe it. And you never have it. Wonder if there's a connection here. What do you think? <laughs> God never does anything for me. The power's there. The gospel is there. The anointing is there. But you got to mix something with it for there to be a release. God is the Savior of all men. But there's a special group. There's a group that experience 
what is only potentially available to the rest of the world. What group is that? Am I talking to some of them? Am I looking at some of them? Those that believe. Whew. Somebody say, I believe, I believe. I believe. I believe. I'm a believer. That means you're the one that experiences what others only hear about. Hmm? Glory to God. Everything you see around here is a manifestation of the goodness of God. We didn't have any of this. We couldn't do any of this, but we could believe. Oh, is anybody around here believing with me? We, we could believe. And as we took steps of faith, God did things. Power was manifest. Anointing was manifest. God did this and he did that and he added and he increased. Somebody say, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. One of the biggest falsehoods and errors that you will hear is this. Well, seeing is believing. <laughs> you ever heard that one? Well, seeing is believing. Put up Psalm 27, 13 for us. Psalm 27, 13. The psalmist said, by the Spirit of God, I had fainted unless what? Unless what? I had believed to see. To see what? What's he believing to see? Doom and destruction? Judgment? What's he believing to see? He's believing to see the goodness of the Lord in the sweet by and by. Just when you get to heaven, well, you know you're going to see it in the sweet by and by. But he's believing to see it in the land of the living. Here and now. Are you believing to see something? Didn't say seeing was believing. You see how people have got it crossed up? Got it mixed up? Well, you show me and I'll believe it. <laughs> not necessarily. You can be right in front of a miracle when it happens and still choose not to believe. Do you know that? You can say, well, what was that? I don't know. Something strange happened. Ah, we don't know what that was. Seeing miracles doesn't give you faith. No. How many remember in, the, in Jesus' life and ministry in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all kind of people saw miracles and still doubted him, yes. fussed about him, and fought against him. Yes. Saw all kind of miracles right in front of their face. Hmm? I mean, they see people get healed, people get raised up, lame, healed, and walk, and get up and go out mad and go, ha, he did that on the wrong day. <laughs> wrong day. Not like they ever had a miracle day. Listen, friends, this is, this is a great truth to understand. You ever heard somebody say, I just can't believe that. I, I'm sorry, I just can't believe that. Again, that's error. That's not true that you can't believe it. Believing is a choice. I said believing is a choice by very nature of what it is. What they should say is I choose not to believe it. Because if they chose to, they could believe it if they simply chose to. And so, in the earth today, many are choosing not to believe. 
People that are hearing the same thing. And you can tell the ones that choose not to believe, they're the unhappy ones. They're the, un, they're the sour pussies. They're the grumpy britches. They are, because you, you can't have the joy of salvation when you choose not to believe. You remember after Jesus was raised from the dead and some of them saw him and went back and told the other disciples? Remember what Thomas said when they told him? He said, he said unless I can, can put my, my hand and touch those wounds, and unless I, I will not believe. Do you hear that? What's he saying? That's a choice. I will not. Couldn't you say, I will? I will believe. And so Jesus appeared and said, here, put your hand here. Put your, put your hand there. And, and, and don't be doubting. Don't be unbelieving. But believe. And then he said, my Lord and my God. He said, you believe because you've seen. Blessed are those that have not seen. And yet they, we can say, choose to. Believe. Somebody say, I choose to believe. I choose to believe. Hallelujah. I choose to believe. No matter what others choose to do, I choose to believe. If he said it, I don't have to see it yet. That's how it is. If he decreed it, if he said it in his word, if he said it by his spirit, and you hear it around here a lot, how can you tell if you're believing? I've already given you a hint. Hmm? A.K.A. sourpuss, uh, grumpy britches. Already gave you a hint. That, that's an indicator you're not believing. Doubt despairs, complains, and is sad. Faith rejoices, gives thanks, and is glad. You believe you're saved. You believe you're clean. You believe you're on your way to heaven. You believe they're working on your mansion in heaven right now. That don't depress you. That don't upset you. If you believe greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, that you are more than a conqueror, that you're an overcomer, you're going to run your race, finish your course with joy. Not die, but live and declare the works of God. Be blessed and be a blessing. That does not depress you. It doesn't make you cranky. Does it? It makes you glad. It makes you happy. It makes you rejoice. You know, God told them in the first covenant, he told them, uh, did you know he commanded them three times a year to party? to have major parties. Three, he did. Go back and read it. Uh, repeatedly in his instructions, he'd say, you come and then you rejoice. You come and you rejoice. You come and you rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. <laughs> and he's serious. When, when God tells you to rejoice, reckon what he expects you to do. Rejoice. Walk around holding your hands. <laughs> no, he expects you to get with it. And this is New Testament too, doesn't, didn't Philippians say, rejoice in the Lord always and again I say rejoice. 
I know that's not what a lot of Christians do. I know that's not what happens in a lot of churches, but it's what should be happening. I said, it's what should be happening. He told them if they didn't do it in Deuteronomy 28 and 47, he said, because you serve not the Lord your God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for all the abundance of all things, therefore you're going to serve your enemies. You don't want to serve me with gladness. You can wind up serving somebody else and be unhappy. How many would say, I choose to serve him and be happy about it and rejoice in him? Hallelujah. 1 Peter 1.8. Put it up on the screen for us. 1 Peter 1.8. He said that though having not seen, you love. Would you say I love him even though you haven't seen him? In whom though now you see him not, yet believing you rejoice. Say it out loud. Believing you rejoice. Say it again. Believing you rejoice. One more time. Believing you rejoice. What if you're believing? Can we tell it? Will it will there be any indication of it? Believing you rejoice. This is the perfect example. We haven't seen him. Most folks haven't been to heaven. Most people that go there don't come back. <laughs> A few have. But, but we haven't seen the throne. We haven't, you know, uh, been there. But do you believe it's there? It's there. I choose to believe it's there. And that does not depress me. That makes me happy. I believe Jesus is mine, your advocate at the right hand of the Father, ever living to make intercession for us, representing us. He's got my back. Long as I stand up for him, he's going to stand up for me forever. Call my name, your name, in that day and at the throne and say, they're mine. And because I believe that, when I think about it, when I think about the end of this life and past this life and into eternity, it doesn't depress me. It doesn't scare me. Hmm? I said it doesn't scare me. Dying doesn't scare me. Dying doesn't scare me. Why? Because I believe him. I believe he's there. I believe salvation is real and right. And so I rejoice. Believing, I rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Somebody say, joy unspeakable and full of glory. You don't have to wait till you get to heaven. If you're believing down here for something, if you're believing to find his will, come out of your problems, come out of sickness, come out of debt, get your marriage and your family straightened up. If you got in faith about it and you cast your cares over on the Lord and you really started believing, how could we tell? You would quit your crying. Come on, help me out now. You'd quit your crying. You'd quit your griping. You'd quit your judging, quit your fault finding, and you'd begin to say, well, glory to God. We're coming out of here. Hallelujah. You'd start sounding like the rest of this wild bunch around here. You'd wave your arms around. Somebody might have seen you come in here. You might as well just join us and get the benefits. Right? Might as well. 
Just come on in all the way. Don't just dip your toe. Jump in. Get wet. <laughs> Believing, you rejoice. He is real. He is good. He is a rewarder of those that genuinely, sincerely seek him. Do you believe it? He is. And if that's you, even though it looks dark and there are challenges and there are problems, you can say, I'm coming out of this. God is faithful. He's brought me out a thousand times. He'll do it a thousand and one. Is that right? I'm coming up. I'm coming out. And you can go ahead and shout while the walls are still up. Believing, you rejoice. Stand on your feet, everybody. Oh, hallelujah.